Today on episode 28 of Mainly Games, we take a look off the shelf Star Trek Voyager Flux, also off the shelf Fire in the Library, and then we look at the large pirate 4X game Dead Reckoning. So, get ready to listen, me hearties, yo ho. Welcome to episode 28 of Mainly Games. I'm Joey. And I'm Alex. And we're a podcast that takes an entertaining look at board games. That's right. And other stuff. Other stuff. You know, anything that tickles our fancy. Yes. Actually, mainly. that's not true. Mostly TV and stuff TV like that. TV and entertainment yeah. and yeah. things. Have we actually seen... We always talk about movies. Mm-hmm. Have we seen something lately? That's no. one thing we did not talk about. No, we've not seen anything lately other than just watching Looney Tunes. Yeah, which honestly, the yeah. new Looney Tunes show, I say new, it's like... Three or four years old. Yeah. It's actually really good. It's we got it. the girl Kristen Wiig in it, right? That's yes. her name, right? Yeah. She's, her little character is hilarious. Oh, yeah. It's, Lola. <laughs> Lola's like Bugs Bunny's girlfriend slash stalker. Yeah, it's right. very interesting. Yeah, it's like, she's more into him than he's into her kind of thing. It's hilarious. It's so funny. It's one of those weird things where they grow up. It's like yes. Bugs and Daffy are now like... In like a house. In a house. Like and Bugs roommates. has a, jo- a job. And yeah. It's, it's really insane. It's funny. But it's good. Yeah. And then movie wise, I mean, that's it. We've been watching Stranger Things and not the new episode. No, we're still working our way through season three. I did get berated last night. We had some people over. Uh huh. And they found out I haven't seen Kenobi, right? Okay, yep. Yeah. And they were like, I can't believe that. You know, so what do you think of Moon Knight? I'm like, yeah, I didn't see that either. They're like, what? Yeah, we're really far behind and on all of that, Ms. too. Miss Marvel, and I haven't seen any of this. No, stuff. no, so, we're very... F- yeah, Disney just keeps releasing stuff, and we have not had which any you, time. Well, we've had time. We just haven't watched it. You no, know? we haven't. And it's just... It's mm. funny how we just roll right into this, by yeah. the way. But um, this is interesting, too, because they are releasing it, and they're going to hit a point to where I'm not sure if they can sustain it. Because yeah. last night when people came over, we had this, um, it's called a progressive dinner. Yes, yes. Where all of a sudden just you have this group of teens from a, a church care. Our yeah, church yeah. came over and just kind of mm-hmm. came over. You do bre- We did appetizers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I had a movie on, on the projector. And I had yeah. the original Avengers just because it has a good soundtrack and yeah. all that. Surround but sound. They Sounded wanted, amazing. Right. So they wanted to have an in-game Infinity War. Yeah. But then the conversation turned to after No Way Home it kind of fell off. But really, after No Way Home, it didn't really fall off. It was just Doctor Strange. That's the only yeah. That's the only one. Yes. No Way Home was a Spider-Man one, right? Correct, yes. Okay. So, I mean, really, Doctor Strange, if you missed on that, or that's more pigeonholed on who liked it. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it too. Um, I know people who don't like it because they didn't like the horror aspect of it. Right. But, you know, um, the Thor one's coming out very soon. Like yeah, that, very, very soon. I think I'm will be great. interesting to see what that will take everything because then I think that's going to open up things too. But I hear about different actors starting to come back and film things. You know, they were, they had a big part in, uh, like the, the one I saw, heard of was Brie Larson who plays Captain Marvel. Marvel, right? Right. She's coming back to filming so they're starting to bring people back to do stuff so i'm curious where they're going here they are and here's here's why i think the best the best decade of marvel is behind them yes and mm-hmm. the reason i, think I completely that agree too isn't just because of these changes and all the yeah. stuff they're doing and people retiring and all that yeah what made that first 10 years so incredible yeah was all the separate movies that everybody had from iron man yep. to captain america to even Hulk, into yeah. all this. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they meet for the first time. Yeah. And you get that kind of tingle, like, ooh, look Ooh. at this. Ooh, and look you at this. also, you knew who the characters were. 
Right, and you... And yeah, like you've seen their movies, you've seen them kind of... Maybe they've gone to one other person's movie, but they haven't been in lots of movies. You you know who they are. They kind of created that immediate yeah. nostalgia that yes. you had when... Um, when it honestly takes decades to get. Yeah. Because Star Wars, you know, when they... The only reason The Force Awakens was so great... Yeah. What, not, not the only reason, but don't don't send me hate mail, by the way. <laughs> but, Ooh, um, be careful. One of the big reasons was yes. Harrison Ford showing up. Yes. And you got that immediate nostalgia. It's like, there he is. And then he also is. Princess Leia, too, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. everybody meets... And, and that they would create. Mm-hmm. Like that first Avengers... It was great when you'd see all these people in the same room and you're like, this is incredible. Yeah. And then the end scene where they're just sitting there eating, that's yeah. pretty awesome. It was great. Yeah. yeah. And and then it went on and they could continue to end game because they had such a great storyline already in yes. there. And you still have people meeting each other for the first time. The mm-hmm. Guardians actually got to Earth. But by this time, it's just everyone knows each other. Yeah. You know, so you're going to introduce new characters, but you're never going to get that pow, that yeah. wow. Look yeah, at this. you're right. You're right. So mm-hmm. unless there's an entirely new reboot, and really the only people that probably could do this, DC. Yeah. You know, DC could do something, but they're just Juliet not is going very to. disappointed that in um, Marvel United there's no Superman. Yeah, she loves Superman and Wonder Woman. Yeah, but and she's like, why are they not here? It's very hard. It's a very hard concept to explain. Uh, DC continually yes. gets softballs. They're like, you could easily do this. Here you go. We'll set the ball right here. Right, right. It's, like, it's almost T-ball. Yeah. Set the ball right here and hit it. Just yeah. do good. And they just whiff every time. Yeah, I so, know. All right, so this is a podcast about mainly Marvel and DC. Uh, there you go. Hey, <clears throat> we changed so, our names. Yes. Mainly Marvel and DC. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> So we have played several games this week. Yes, we and have. And we are reviewing some really fun ones. We have played a lot this week. Yes. Yes. Oh, now we are also leaving next week for Dice Tower Correct. East. Correct. It's super soon. Yes. So I realize this is it. This is go moment. Like, for, as people who've listened to this before know, we're entertainers. So when um, there's a holiday, we're busy. So right. there's holiday this weekend. Surprise. Um, there's going to be lots of fireworks. Um, so we're crazy. And then we roll right into the... We leave from a show to go to Orlando. It's, it's insane. insane. It's insane. And we have somehow been putting like gaming in there. Like yes. we had a couple shows the other day and then left and immediately mm-hmm. went to a game night just to yep. kind of get some stuff played. Yep. But then we're going to roll right into Dice Tower. We're actually getting done at 10 p.m., you said? Yeah, we'll be back home at 10 p.m. and, and then we'll hop on the road. So we'll be up at Dice Tower East yeah. on Tuesday night about 1 a.m. Yep. I guess Don't wait up for Wednesday us. morning. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> <clears throat> and then yeah. after that, Gen Con, all that yeah. fun stuff. I know it's crazy. So Summer right is rolling. It. This year has fl- been like flying by. It's insane. It I just can't catch up. It's insane. <laughs> so okay. So at, okay. The, at the one retreat, uh-huh. uh huh. Sorry, the last game that we had. Yeah. You brought out Rear Window. I did indeed. And we'll do a look back at that, like because uh, we reviewed it yeah. last podcast. I yes, believe. we did. Yeah. And how did the, how did the playthrough of Rear Window go? So I thought the playthrough went really smooth. So first of all, I was the one who was the director, and right. I was explaining the clues to um, three other people, right? So four yep. other people. Four. Okay, four. So that, you had the full complement of five I players. did, right. So that was awesome. Um, I felt like my two biggest complaints of it were that you're really dependent on getting the right cards to explain. So I had in one room a lady who is an art um, art connoisseur, right? Right. That is a very hard concept to describe using those cards. I actually, when I was done playing the game, I looked through all the cards to see what combination could I have used to do this. Yeah. It's vi- <laughs> that's very hard. Um, 
but anyway, they did. They did great. The first day, they only got two right, and I was like, "Oh no!" Oh yeah, I walked by, <laughs> and I'm wondering how Alex is as a director. Yeah. On day one, and as you know, that there are eight possible things you can get right. On yeah. day one, she had two, or they had two. It's like, yeah. it's gonna be rough. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I was a little nervous. I was like, I'm not doing very good here. But then day um, two, they got six, and day seven, they got. Sorry, day four they got seven, and then day eight they won. They did great. Um, you said day eight. Sorry, no, day, day, day two. Day two they got six. No, day four. Oh my goodness. Yes, day two they got six. Yes. Day three they got seven. Yes. And day four they got eight. Correct. I'm glad you're here because I am like my numbers are everywhere. Anyway, um, I was going to say the things that I did explain when explaining the rules to them. I said so we're going to house rule it that if there's a murder, we're all on the same team. And they yeah. really appreciated that. They're like, oh, so if there was a murder, you'd go against us? And I was like, yes. And they're like, don't do that. Yeah. So, um, and then when we were done playing the game, I kind of went back to explain that rule a little bit more. And they were like, oh, yeah, we we will do that. Like, out of the people that were playing the game, there were um, two couples and a lady there, too, who was with her husband was playing a different game. They were all like, we're buying this game. Where did you find this? Right. Yes. Everyone that we've mm-hmm. played with loves this game. Loves the game. The yes. one thing is we will, in a rear window, we would recommend house ruling yes. out that whole all Murder. of a sudden the director tries to fool the people. Yes. It doesn't make any sense The director goes against the people when trying to explain the murder. That, I think, I think realistically, if there is a director filming a movie, he's going to try and communicate to you that there is a murder, like, in yeah. real life. Like, it makes no sense. It, it doesn't. And so, so, I mean, but, yeah. but if you change that to yeah. all of a sudden the director's on your side trying yes. to show you there's a murder, too. Yes. Because there's, you know, it, it's just, it's a bit broken right there. Yeah. And I don't know how that made it through playtesting. But I don't want to focus on it too much because it's such a small aspect of the game. That is easily fixed. Yeah, and it probably yes. shows up in only 10% because yes. you don't always have a murder No, anyway. like, we didn't have a murder in this time, so it wasn't a problem. Right. So it was fine. But it so it is a minor, minor, minor problem. But like I just explained that to them. Then when we're done, I went back and said, this is how we do the murder because they were curious when they get their copy, how they were going to do it. Yes. Um, so I explained that and it was fine. It was all good. And yeah. pretty much just treat the murder like another occupation. That's exactly. Try you to got get to, them to figure yeah, it out. Yeah. One other thing is the ability of the one lady who can turn over yes. a card and yes. see what's underneath it. Yes. That is that doesn't matter. No, because they were going to do that, and I said you could, but it's not going to help you. Yeah, which uh, probably should not have said. that. I should not have said that, but <laughs> so I was the like, director can't talk. Um, because they were trying to figure out the art connoisseur, right? Right. And it wasn't until the final room they saw that they were all paintings, right? Yeah. And they were like, oh, that's what she. But it was very hard. And the first room, I had two cards turned over for that room. Yep. This is room B, right? And they were going to turn them over. And I said, I did actually turn them over. And I said, here you go. But, you know, yeah. That's. Um, I don't know if I love that card. I wish there was another card like Grace Kelly kind of thing where you could ask about a feature or ask about a person or something right. like that. That Because Grace Kelly's card is so good. Like when um, they were having trouble finding out the occupation of, I think it was room C. And I pointed to the plant that was in the picture. And then they noticed all the pictures I had had plants. Because they thought she was the drunk or something, right? Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, she's the gardener. And I was like, yay. You know, um, Grace Kelly's card is so good. I wish there was another card kind of similar to that that helped kind of did something. I agree. And it's, yeah. Rear Window is one of those that I think is going to always be in our 
kind of go game bag. I completely agree. Future. I think so too. It's a great game. I like how it takes five people. Yep. So you know it's a larger great it's a game. La- it's a bit larger of a group than four. Correct. And it's a quick gameplay and it's quick to yes. I mean, you really just do a round. Yep. Or like a day and mm-hmm. you're like, I got this. Yeah. And it's and it's also even if several of those people had not seen the movie. No. They had no not, idea what was happening. It's not necessary. No. And, and a couple had played uh, Mysterium. Yes. Which is very similar to Mysterium. I would actually like to play Mysterium now. Like yeah, same yeah, yeah. I want to go back because they were talking. Two of them had played Mysterium, and they were once I was explaining, they're like, "We've got this," and they were really good at looking at all the cards and all the aspects of the cards. Right. You know, like they were the ones that noticed in the Animal Lover that there were animals in every single card somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> they got it. Yeah. So again, you know, Rear Window, I just it's highly Fantastic recommended. Fantastic game. You can get it anywhere. You get it at Target. Yeah. Target, Target, or whatever. Even if, you have, if you're not a huge fan of Hitchcock, or I don't think that matters. Movie, it, yeah. it helps. I mean, honestly, when you do it, when you play the game, you're going to watch a movie, and the mm-hmm. movie is just incredible. It's a great movie. But, it's um, a fantastic movie. But I don't think you have to. Oh, I was going to say too. I did use all my director cuts to change my cards out too. I used all of them. Did you? Yeah. They were really helpful. You kind of have to. You have to. I almost wish there was one more, but that's. A, I understand why they only gave you three. They want to yeah. make it a little bit of a challenge. I get that. It's fine. Um, but it's really, like, really good. Yeah. So, in, anyway, Funko's doing great with that. We actually did get the new E.T. We game. We did. From Target, right? And it is a Target exclusive, mm-hmm. but I think the way their exclusives work is I think they get it primarily first. Yes. And then later it'll be it's released It's everywhere wider. else, yeah. But um, E.T., we were going to play it last night. Mm-hmm. But ended up, we know it's going to be a lighter game. It's a lighter yep, co-op yep. game, is mm-hmm. what it is. And we just thought we weren't in the mood for a lighter game. So I'm, I'm excited to play that. Me too. Because Funko Games, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of an actor that you can kind of, kind of um, compare them to. It's never going to be a blockbuster, a, an Oscar award winner. Mm-hmm. But it's usually not going to be a dud and a terrible game. They're going to be just, they're just good games. They're yeah. good, solid games. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Maybe yeah. Jennifer Aniston. You know if Jennifer Aniston's in a movie? You know what? Jennifer Aniston is She is yeah. going to be a good movie. It's not going to be a stinker. But That's it's, true. It's not, probably not going to win an Oscar. That's, I like there that. There you go. Jennifer yeah. Aniston. So, yeah. And I like that. So, it, it's, so I think Funko mm-hmm. is kind of like that for us. Now, th- that sounds weird. Like, oh, none of their games are ones to seek out. But, yeah. A rear window. Yeah. I'd put that in a great game category. Yeah. Me too. You know? And again, mm-hmm. quick light. So, E.T., we're going to review that soon. Yes. Hope we get that at the table. Another thing that came is the Marvel United X-Men. Yes, we have boxes everywhere for that. Everything yes, is that, here. Yes, um, that took up a serious amount of shelf space. We ended up getting <laughs> the all-in on uh-huh. X-Men yeah. United. And then we got two or three of the expansions we were missing for the first United. Yeah, yeah. And the only thing we did do, we only played it once. Yeah. We wanted to go ahead and give Dark Phoenix a run. Yeah, yeah. She's tough. She whooped us pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, she did. She's tough. And <laughs> she did this. She has this card that when she's at zero, she adds three health. She has two of those cards. Yes. I was going to say those cards made it really hard because we did get her down to zero. We killed her. But because we had two of those cards out, we had to give her six health. So then we had to go back from square one and try and kill her again. Right. And if you ever mm-hmm. play Marvel United, you're going to want to get the, there's a cheat sheet Yes. That tells you what each character, because there's like, if you have the Kickstarter. That you can like print out, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's like, I don't, I don't know how many, 50, 60 characters you can get. There's a you, lot. You have to get the right balance. Yes, you do. Like each mm-hmm. each character has cards where they can punch, mm-hmm. they can move, they can do heroic action, or they have a wild. Yeah. And like Dark Phoenix, 
she could not be punched and she had no thugs. So your punches were worthless. Yes. Her, right? you could only attack her using stars. Right, which are heroic actions. Yes, yes, yes. So I had Nightcrawler uh-huh. and he only had punches. Yeah, that was not helpful. We so, just <clears throat> picked out random characters that we wanted to play. We right. didn't really plan this out very well. But yeah. it was fun. We it just, was fun. Yeah. So we're we're excited about yeah. diving back into that. And the playmat actually helps a lot. Oh, yeah. The playmat's awesome. You know, I was on a playmat phase for a while. And then I went away from it because yeah. we have so many playmats that are invading our house like triples. <laughs> yeah. They're everywhere. Yes. But this one... This one is one that I definitely, I, I definitely recommend. I do like how they do the playmat. That was yeah. really good. Yeah. So now a look back again. Yes. Um, you actually got to play the game I reviewed. Yes. Night of the Ninja. I did. I finally got to play it. I was a little like I didn't. This wasn't on the top of my list to play. You do not like social. I was going to say I don't like social deduction. And game. Sierra, another girl we played with. Yes, doesn't like social deduction. Does not like no. social deduction. And so once you said it was social deduction, I was like, ugh, do I have to play this? But anyway, we played it. It plays up to eleven people, and we played with ten. Correct. Yep. And this is probably the best type of social deduction game because you don't have to lie, right? right? So you have a card in front of you um, that's your house, and then you have two cards that you select, or like card drafting that um, are your ninja cards that you play at different times. It was the best thing because, like I said, I didn't have to lie. I didn't have to bluff. No. I just had to kind of sit there and play my cards. It was awesome. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. That was all. It was perfect. Yes. And it's a great, I mean, it's a fun game. I mean, you have rounds, yep. you go through, and spies, and then you start killing each other one by one. Yeah, it got super interesting when, um, like, towards the end, you had that card that let you take other people's points. Right. And so people would take other, you know, people would be close to 10, and you knew that person was close to 10, so you start taking their things away. Yep. You know, uh, yeah, it was really, it was really good. It was perfect. That's a great game for eleven people. When you have that, those larger groups, that's perfect. That's another one that I always be in the bag. Yeah. It's it's quick to teach. Now we also had, like I said, we had that group of teens that came mm-hmm. over last night, and we ended up playing Night of the Ninja with them. How did they like it? They liked it. It was yes. ten people. Uh huh. And first of all, it was difficult to play because in our game room we also have an arcade and a pinball machine. Correct. And those were both being played at okay. the same time. Okay. So I had to talk over that and everything. That's really hard. And there's one of the girls <laughs> that she actually. Did didn't speak English. Okay. So, but with the car, the house card, you can kind of tell your house and everything. Yes. And, but anyway, going through that, the first couple phases of the first round, mm-hmm. you don't know what's happening. No. You look at people's houses, house cards. Yeah. But then the assassins come up mm-hmm. and you get to point to people and go, uh, you're dead. Yeah. And yeah. And they just tip their thing over. They're like, what? Yes. And I mean, it was, it's so thematic. I mean, it's very thematic. you've got the blind assassin, you've got mm-hmm. the shinobi. And then at certain times you try to kill somebody, they're like, you can't kill me. I'm the monk. Boom. Yep, so you're yep, dead. Yep. And the last game was so epic. The way um, Night of the Ninja works is there's two houses, House of Lotus, yes, House of Crane. Crane. Mm-hmm. And really, it's not how many people survive each house. It's whichever highest ranking member is alive at the end of the game. Yes. So you could have three, four, five alive from House Crane. And Lotus has number two alive. Yeah. And Lotus still lives. Or, yes. Or still, still wins. wins. Yeah. And all the Lotus people get a a uh, a, um, a coin, a point. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So what happened at the end? They were killing each other left and right. They only held on to assassins. <laughs> so at the end, there were only two people alive. Uh huh. And at the reveal. It was Lotus one and Crane one, both the highest. Oh rank. no way! It was. I mean, and the cheer that rang out it was like uh, what? I mean, it's it's crazy. That's pretty and awesome. Right before they had to leave, 
Yeah. And it's it gives you that feeling because once people start dying left and right, you're like, boom, boom. And it's not like a werewolf feeling. Yeah, no. Where one person dies a night, you know? Yeah. It's like... And then they just sit back and watch the game. You're still oh, involved in the game. It's a boom, boom, boom. It's like, you're dead. It's like, well, you just killed him. You're dead. Oh, now you're dead. Nope. Now you're... It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's insane. It's this rapid fire... Boom, yeah. boom, boom. It's really ninja speed is yeah, what it is. Yeah, uh, it's really good. I like how on the back of your ninja card, the, the th- it tells you the round order. Like it tells you yes. who goes first. That makes it so easy. It's not like there's a little sheet you have to look at too. You just boom, go down. The player aids on this are beautiful because yeah. even the cards that tell you what you are, the spy, yeah. the trickster or whatever, it yeah. tells you you may look at another player's house yes. card. You may, there's, it tells you exactly what you need to do. You it's so you easy. You almost don't need instruction book. No, you don't. The only thing that's weird is the tricksters have different names. Names at the top. It'll yes. say mastermind or whatever. And some people won't know they're a trickster. No. I did They'll notice that, that too. They thought that they were the other card that they could play later on, not trickster. Right. And there's yes. there is one there is one um odd if it's an odd number, I don't I did not mention this in our review of Night of the Ninja. Mm-hmm. But if there's an odd number, there's a card called a Ronin, right? Yes. And if there's seven, if there's nine, well you guys know odd numbers. But anyway, yeah. um there's a Ronin card. The Ronin is interesting because the Ronin gets a token he considers he wins if he survives no matter what house lives mm-hmm. he he just wants to survive until the end of the game okay and he also gets a token but there's one card combination that if he gets this card in drafting i think it's called the mastermind yeah if he gets that at the very end and he's alive and he has that card yep. he wins the game yes you just disregard every other yep. token yep. every other point you have won the game that's nice. So if you ever find the Ronin has that mastermind card, you have to kill him. Yeah. Because he's going to win the game. Yeah. It's very rare that combination happens, mm-hmm. but it's very interesting putting that little that little bit of attention to detail yeah. in there. Yeah. They did a really just, good job with this they game. Do. It's they just, Yeah, it's so such a smooth game. It is. Now, yeah. And I want to say, even for you that don't like social deduction. No. Which is me. I do not like social deduction. I, I mean, she's talked about ad nauseum here on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. But even if you don't like it. Yeah. Give this. A, I mean, two people at that table did not like social yeah, deduction. Yeah, and it's and everyone loved this game. Yeah, so, we played this game for a long time. We played many rounds of it. It was really good. Yeah. yeah. So give this a try. It's it's an inexpensive game. It's yeah. a great game. It goes to a high player count. You also play a low player count. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, great game. So highly recommended. Yep. That's uh, and I really just a look back in Night of the Ninja. Yes. All right, so now we are slowly looking at games that are coming out at Gen Con. I know, slowly, slowly, it's and happening. It's like, together. what, four weeks away, five weeks away, maybe? It's not, yeah, it's not it's far crazy. at crazy. And they're still slowly coming out. Mm-hmm. Last year's Gen Con was a bit depressing mm. because so many boats didn't make it. Yeah. I mean... I wonder if they're having that problem now because shipping is still a little they are. iffy. I've seen people switch things from for sale to for demo. Which, you really? know, it kind of, okay. it could be because yeah. of production issues as well. Could be. There's so many issues you know, right they now. Were like yeah. last year we mentioned there were booths that had nothing. And the guy's like, I'm so sorry. It should have been here. And it's yeah. like, and you felt bad because he yeah. spent all this money in this booth and they yeah. didn't get it in time. Yeah. But this year hopefully it'll be a bit better. Yeah. But now one of the games, and we'll go through a lot of the top anticipated games. Yeah. Closer but, to. Um, Clank Catacombs. Oh, I'm so excited. I saw this one when we were going through the events for Gen Con. I yes. noticed that there was a new Clank and I was like, well, we have to do it, but we missed it, but that's fine. But this is a must buy at Gen Con. Yeah. And we mentioned before, Clank yeah. Legacy is probably one of our top games of all time. It's a great game. It's such mm-hmm. a good game. Yeah. And Clank is just wonderful. Now, one thing, one interesting thing here is all previous Clank titles, they've been a co-production between Dire Wolf 
and Renegade Game Studios. Yes, yes. But in like around June of 2022, Direwolf announced that they would release... This month? Yeah. Wow. So Clank titles on their own. Really? Okay. So it's fine. I don't know how it's going to change anything. Yeah, okay. But they're doing them on their own. Wow. So I guess really Renegade, which we love Renegade. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to yes. see how Direwolf does release this on their own. That does make sense because I was actually looking at Renegade's games this year to see what they had going to have at Gen Con. And I didn't see Clank. And I was like, well, that's weird. But right. this now makes sense. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. now this. And I am excited. I will say I'm excited about this. I yeah. also I was excited. The last Clank we bought up there was the arcade one. I forgot what it was called. Yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. Have a Pulse Arcade, I think. Yes, yes. We haven't played that yet. We need to. And like, like I said, we love Clank, but what we need... Do you need... know our problem of why we haven't played is that we love Clank Legacy so much? We went back and replayed Clank Legacy. Yeah, we're playing it a second time. <laughs> Even though we won and we already played the game, we bought a new copy of the Clank Legacy and are replaying the game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's... That's why we don't play other Clanks. Yeah. No, it's... So we really need a Clank. If you're listening, Direwolf, yes. I guess now, Renegade. Yes. Whatever. You're not listening to us anymore about Clank. But yes. Direwolf... We, let's get a Clank Legacy Season 2. Correct. Or give us a Clank in Space Legacy. That would be amazing. You know? I mean, or I like the Mummy one. The Oh, yeah. Clank in Egypt Legacy. Yeah, that'd that would be so cool. That would be a game winner. That would yes. be just like, a, okay, yeah. you right. have won the world. Yeah. This yeah. is, I mean, Clank in Egypt Legacy. Come on. Yes. Come on. Bring all those big Mummies. gods in yes. from Onk and have them show up in different... Oh, come yeah. on. Are Here you we listening? Are. Here Clank, we are. That, you know what? That's that would be to, an instant buy. That would be a pre-order buy. Yep, that is going to be an email right now. I'm going to email <laughs> Direwolf, Clank and Egypt Legacy. Please. Yes, because I'm, I'm telling you, I mean, most of those Egyptian gods are now in public domain, right? And, well, I think they're always being in public domain. They don't own... Unless them. they're owned by Disney, then they don't yeah. go in public domain. No, true, true, true. Yes, but um, yeah, so... Clank, yeah. So definitely mm-hmm. just a legacy campaign. They that would just be amazing. Did such yep. a good job. But then you wonder if they still have the writers that they had for Clank season one. I know. After they split up. I don't so know. So it's, you know, every time we hear one of these split ups, you, everyone gets all scared uh-huh. and everything. But all that goes through my mind is that, ho- that whole song, Breaking Up is Hard to Do. You know, I imagine them both kind of sitting in different rooms, sad, sad and like, texting. Aww. Miss you. Yeah. Miss you too. Hope you're doing well. You too. <laughs> and then you walk by and they see each other in the hallway at Gen Con, a little bit of wave. Like, yeah. I don't think it's like no, that. I don't think it is. In my mind, it is. Exactly it like works. that. It works. So, okay, so that's Clank Catacombs. A lot more things to talk about. Isle Cats has some stuff coming out. And um, did you know Clank Catacombs is a standalone game or can be played along the original version too? I did not know that. Yeah, I'm <clears> reading <throat> the press release right now. Very that's interesting. interesting. I know. There's one game that's coming out called um, it's Corrupt Bargain. The 1824 presidential election. Really? It's like, and I'm telling you, if you can look this up, this looked like it was made in, in 1824. In the 1824. What's it called? Um, Corrupt Bargain, the 1824 presidential election. It's funny how political games are so divisive, right? Yeah. Unless you create different parties and really different worlds. Really, you need different, like, aliens, too. Yeah. But I guess if you go back to 1824, nobody's still upset about it, you know? So it's it looks... It looks interesting. I like historical games. Oh, me too. I do like her. This is games. interesting. Um, did not know much about this election. Apparently, it was a barn bur- burner here. It was like, it's, I don't know. So, it looks very interesting. This grabbed me because the artwork is so plain and intentionally plain. It's yes. just, it's, it looks like it's like a newspaper printed from 1824. Right. So, it looks yes. very interesting. So, I'm, 
I'm excited. Wow. To, I like the map of America too. Yeah, because it's just the states that they have. Published by Decision Games. Really? Yeah, Decision Games. Wow. That's that's a that's a good name for a game company. That's a good. That is. I a good mean, name. can you imagine? I mean, how they came up with this name? They're like sitting there, a bunch of bunch of like creative people, <laughs> all night, have their coffee. The guy comes in. He's like, "Do you guys make a decision?" That's it. That's it. We got a night. That's it. We Decision. got a title. Let's run with it. Yes. So yeah, I don't know. They. I'm looking at their games here. I don't know. Some of them they're historical games. It's interesting. Yeah. So all right, we'll okay. look at those games coming out later. But now we have a couple of good reviews to come we out. Do, with. We do. We do. We we have some games to talk about. First, let's talk about the lightest one on our list. Yes. And just because we just played it, and we're looking at Star Trek Voyager Flux. Yes. We won't spend much on it because really. Flux is flux, folks. They don't change. This, they don't. Just the names of the cards and maybe like the description of the cards change. But other than that, it is pretty much the same as every other type of flux. Yep. So this is our off-the-shelf review yep. of Star yep. Trek Voyager Flux. Mm-hmm. And flux is one of those. It's fun to have at the end of the game. It was it funny. Game. We played it with Ryan and Patricia and we're like, oh, let's, they were like, what's a 10-minute game? We're like, flux, perfect. It took us 30 minutes. Flux, as you guys <laughs> know, is yes. one of those really weird ones that could last 10 minutes it could last 40 minutes it could yeah it's it's kind of funny and it in was, the end we're like let's just you and know at one point i just threw the game at the yes. end because i loved the game yeah but it's one of those that you just wanted to end because it was almost midnight yeah and we all had to work the next day yes so um <laughs> so i just kind of but yeah if you don't know flux flux when you start playing a game I'll do it briefly, is there is no way to win. No. It is just you draw one card, you play, play one, one card. card. That's yep. it. Yep. That's it. And then you slowly start putting more rules down, like play yep. two, draw two, and you keep going. And then you eventually play goals. Mm-hmm. And anybody on this one had Catherine Janeway and Chakotay in front of them, they win. Yep. And then somebody else might play another goal on top of that. Yep. So every it, it is an ever-evolving game Yes. that goes forward. Correct. Yeah, I yeah, it's always changing and moving. So, yeah. you know, you can see someone about to win because the goal is to have, you know, two people and they have one of them. So you're pretty sure they might have the second one. But then you can just come in there and swoop it away from them. Right. By changing the goal. So it's it is a fun it's a fun game. It is. Yeah. I think Ryan Patricia really liked it. I think so too. Yeah. And I don't think it's one of the it's not it doesn't take itself seriously. No, no, no. It I did not know till afterwards that they had not seen Star Trek Voyager. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. So I was like, What? Oh, so they didn't know who the all the people were? Yeah. So oh. anyway, it's fun. It's got things okay. like the holodeck. Holodeck is very interesting. Yes. Where um well the transporters as well. The transporter card is on your turn. If you have the transporter, you can immediately take a keeper from someone else yep. and pull it over. And the holodeck is you can imagine a keeper is in front of you instead of the other person. Yes. There were a couple of really high-powered cards in they there. They were, yes. So, And they did, I feel like they had in the deck a couple of cards that um, allowed you to take keepers from people, too. That was yes. kind of nice. I had a couple of those, and so that was good. Which was really, mm-hmm. it was really good. And then, of course, you have to simplify the rules cards, which yep, you yep. get like 12 rules and somebody lays it down. It's like, and reboot it. Yeah. Then it goes back to draw one, play one. And it's always <laughs> fun just to go thematically. Yeah. When, like um, Patricia played that, belay that order. You try yes. to play a new rule and yes. belay that order. Yes. And it's just, it's interesting. It's fun. Yeah. So if you guys like Flux, if you like Star Trek, it's just one to pick up. 10 bucks. Yeah. It's Flux great. is just a good, is a good game. Goes in your yeah. bag. It's it's quick to play. It's so quick to learn. It's, it is frustrating. It is. Yes. I'll say it, but it's just, it's, it's a fun. fun game. It's a fun game. So, yes. All right, Star Trek Flux. And then another off the shelf. Uh-huh. This game has been on my shelf of shame for a while. It has been. You've been talking about this game for a very long time. And it's actually been on our list of games to play for a while. We just never 
We it, never had got around to it. And we're talking about Fire in the Library, which is yes. a push your, push your luck game. I've wanted to play this for a while. I've even opened it up, looked at the components, read the instructions. Yeah. I've watched, watched the video like three or four times. Yeah, too. and it's, it's one of those <laughs> that the rule book could be written better. It, yeah. Okay? It is yeah. an extremely light game it's very light but the rule book and even when i was watching the video because i would watch the video when julie was at dance class yeah right but i didn't have the game in front of me and i would be watching the video be like what's happening but then when i had the game set up and i'm watching video i'm like i got it makes sense this could be a five minute teach yes you know and instead of a 20 minute yeah all right i'm gonna tell you how it is it is a push your luck bag building game you're gonna start off with multicolored cubes in a bag Mm -hmm. all the red ones represent fire and the multicolored ones are representing books so when it's your turn, you have a card in front of you, and there are five boxes on your card. And the, there are fire tokens on, depending on what order you are in the game, there are fire tokens. So the yes. first two could be open, and the last three could have fire. Now, if a fire token is ever put on one of those fires, yes. then you immediately lose. Yep. Or, so you immediately, all everything you have burns. Yep, you're burning right? those books. So you reach into the bag, you pull, it, pull one out. Say it's a book. You drop it on the first blank one, okay? Mm-hmm. So now you're looking in the middle. There are four decks of cards, and each one has the color of the book, and it says how much that book is worth. So say it's, I look at it, that's four. The yellow four is now showing. It's like, okay, so if I stop now, I get four points. Go to the next person. I reach in, pull out another black one. There it is. I set it down. I look. I see, oh, that's worth two points. So if I quit now, I have six. Yeah. Okay? Now, if I reach in and I grab a fire token and I drop it down there on the fire, then all of a sudden, all my books burn. I don't get any points that round. I then will take another... A yellow card and a black card from that those little decks. I say yep. decks. There's like ten cards. Yeah, four stacks. De- stacks of ten cards. Mm-hmm. I take a yellow and a black, and now those books are a bit worth more on the next person's yep. turn. Yep. And when any of those stacks goes down to the bottom, the game's over. Yeah. Okay. So you've just burned a couple of books, and the fire is spreading in the library. Is thematically how it works because those books are burning, paper burns it. It is a hotter fire, so now those books are worth more because yep. they're harder to get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, one other mechanic is the fact that, say you draw a fire first when there's no fire underneath it, or, or say there's one of these cards that has like four blank spaces. Mm-hmm. The fire token goes the first place. It doesn't burn because it's, it's, it's not on a fire token. Mm-hmm. If you ever draw a second fire token, however... Yes, it all burns. It all burns, yeah. So it's interesting that push your luck and it was kind of like quacks in that very, very, very different. Oh, it's very, and it's then, very different. But you are reaching in the bag, pulling out books, so you've got that push your luck. But the, you've only got like what five choices? Yeah, five times to you know pull books out of the bag. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's really it's really fun because then also as you take those cards away in the center from yeah. those stacks, if a fire token shows up underneath it. You drop one more fire yeah, cube you're in You're going to add a fire to the bag. And you keep adding a fire. So there uh-huh. ends up being more. Like the first round, yes. we were all pushing your luck. Oh, we yeah. Were, we were going for five. We were just yep. boom, 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 boom. Yep. And you get them all. But then later, this is what I found very interesting. The ketchup mechanic is brilliant on yes. this. So at the beginning, the black books may be worth two or three, right? Yeah. But towards the end, they're worth eight or nine. Yeah. You know, so then you can catch up. From the back, if you just keep pushing your luck and getting yep. those books, but there are more fire tokens in there. Correct. Because there's more yes. fire going on in the library. Correct. And you also have tools. Uh-huh. Like um, there was a tool, a slingshot tool, which I liked. Yep. Uh, you can use it, and if I ever get a fire token, I can shoot my fire token and my highest 
um, Payne book, add another player. Yeah. So it goes on their card. Yeah. And the shovel was interesting. I can't remember what that did. Uh, the shovel allowed you to... Was that the one where you drew three cubes that out? That was the torch. Oh, that was the and torch. The that shovel, was a great one. The torch was amazing. But the shovel allowed you to do something too. Was put it? out fire and then yeah, different something. tools yes. that you can get. And they had different tools too to use at different rounds of the game. So some would be like the first part of the game when you're right. you know, deciding turn order. The second would be when you're actually pulling out the books. The other one would be if you have a fire... And then one would be scoring too. So they had different tools to do for different things. Yeah, and that's yeah. and it's interesting too. Like if you ever if you're around, it's very quick, very quick game, and it's oh, probably yeah. a twenty minute game. But if you ever burn all the books, you know you don't get points that round. You then get an extra tool. Yes, you get to grab a tool. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get a benefit. Yeah. From 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 that. burning. Yes. Yeah. So so anyway, that's. It's very, it's very exciting. It was, it was a fantastic game. I remember, I think we picked this up at Gen Con a few years ago. And this was a game that I, like I said, I tried to watch the video and it didn't make sense. But once it was all set up and in front of me, we watched the video again and I was like, I got it. This makes perfect sense. It's very easy to teach. Um, Very easy to explain too, once you have it all set up in front of you and you're looking at everything. I must admit the artwork of it was amazing because as the fire is burning, right, the cards... The back of the cards changed it. There's more fire. Right. And so it was very cool. We didn't even notice that until no. we put them all together out there. And you're yes. like, oh, man, look at this. Yeah. This is the library. Yeah. And every card, when you flip it, the flames get bigger. Uh-huh. And, I mean, this is a 2019 release. Yes. I remember when it came out, it, it looks like it's in a book. It's yeah. just the artwork is gorgeous. Uh-huh. It. And They did a really good job. They did a great mm-hmm. job with this artwork. And it's such... I mean, the weight on it is 1.3. It's a very light yes. game. But it's a very great push your luck game so and everybody afterwards um even said like this was the winner of the night yeah oh absolutely yeah it is such Um, a good i'm looking at weird giraffe who produced fire in the library and it looks like there is a new fire in the library the card game coming out oh i like that yeah yeah i've already looked up expansions for this because this is it's that good of a game it's a great game yeah so that is a definite um we haven't done it for a while shelf storage or sell on this one oh this one's a definite shelf yeah this yeah definitely this one will probably stay in the game room into the night let's i feel like this would also be a good one to take in the to go bag when we take games because it is easy to teach and it's a quick game but it's got a little bit of you know it's easy but it's still fun yeah it's crazy how easy this is to teach and yet it took us two or three times to actually have this at the table (laughs) the rules could be better written yeah and I mean you do a player aid you just spell it out it's a simple game but it is a fun game yeah it's strategic it's it's luck based too but it's strategy as far as push your luck. Yep. So, okay, that is Fire in the Library yes. by 2019. It's by Weird Giraffe Games. Weird Giraffe Games. Who Look at their website. They look like they have some good games coming out, by the way. Do they have any games about giraffes? Uh, no, they have some about dinosaurs, though. Well, that's very disappointing. I know. I don't see any giraffe games. All right. That's so, okay. <laughs> All right, so the next one is the biggest game oh, that we my have reviewed. This game, we played this game and then we stopped talking about it because we wanted to save all our thoughts for here. Yep, so. and this was a game that mm-hmm. got set up a week or so ago. Uh-huh. And it's Dead Reckoning. I'll go yes. ahead and do that. AG. Um, AG, mm-hmm. Dead Reckoning. It was set up <clears throat> at a game night and then we ended up switching to Title Blades. Yes. I don't know why. I think because the player count this was four and Title Blades was five or six. Yeah. Um. So it got all put away. Yeah. I felt bad for Jacob. He had to put it all, set it all up, set it away. Yeah, yeah. But then we played it at our house. And this is Dead Reckoning. It is a... The little tagline is card crafting meets 4X. Yeah. Sail the high seas and choose mm-hmm. your own path to victory. Now, when this was brought up to me, 
I love Western Legends. I love the open world yeah. feel of it. They said it is like an open world game. It is like Western Legends. And I will say I do not think it is. No. It is not open world like Western I wouldn't Western say Legends. it's not. It's <clears throat> not like open world like Western Legends. Yes, it might be open world, but not to the extent of Western, Western Legends. No. I think yeah. Western Legends is more... This this feels a bit more linear. Yeah. Like there's a there's more of a place to go than Western Legends. Western yeah. Legends is just you go You can everywhere, roam anywhere. Whatever you yeah. want to do. Yeah. Yeah, just stay and just do cattle all day. Yeah. This one, you, it's more linear. Mm-hmm. But that being said, it's... It's incredible, 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 incredible. This game was truly amazing. One thing I loved is I loved the card crafting mechanic of it. Right. I thought that was fantastic because you're building up these people on your cards that are truly great. Like you have some really powerful cards that that you're making. Yeah, and card crafting is one of those like, um, we had somebody email in saying, hey, when you guys mention things like card crafting Mm -hmm. or whatever, tell us what it is. Card crafting is like Mystic Veil when you slide a transparent card into a... Card sleeve. A card sleeve, and that makes that card more powerful. Yeah. Most so the card might have open slots on it. And right. And so, you know, you've got the bottom text where it might say this lady has two moves. Yeah. But then you add a slide over it, so now she, it will allow you to have the two moves that came on the base of the card plus whatever you had, which might be three attack. Yeah. So it's yeah. going to be very nice as far as yeah. that goes. Now, this takes Mystic Veil... Okay, it took the best part of Mystic Correct. Veil, which is a card crafting, and uh-huh. made it into an actual... For me, enjoyable game. Yes. Mystic Veil. I was never crazy about Mystic Veil. I played it several times. Yeah. I liked it. It was fine. Yeah. Um, it was fun due to the card crafting nature, I think, is yeah. why I liked yeah. it. It's very interesting. It's very fun. I never loved it. And it, it, was, it was fine. It was just fine. Yeah. But this fixed that. This made it to where you're creating cards because you're going to do something for your ship later yeah. when yeah. they come up. And it is like you are leveling up your cards, you're turning uh-huh. them around, you're flipping them over, and you're deciding it there's so much more decisions going into your card crafting. Yes. Because you can also level up your cards, make people your captain more powerful, your gunner yep. more ca- powerful, and flip them around. It's like, am I going to go speed? Am I going to go with guns? Am I going to get my captain better? Uh-huh. And Am I going to go battling? It's just, there's so much to do and you get excited when that card comes back up in your deck. Correct. There's so many options too. There's so many you options. Could, as well as the card crafting, there's also the thing where you can um, add improvements to your ship too. Yes. So your ship can have like, you know, five cannons on it because you've got all these upgrades right. too. So you don't need the cannons to uh, on your cards because your ship just has them. You right? upgrade your ship, and yeah. then at certain parts, when you start putting cargo on there, you're going to cover parts of your yes. ship. Like because you're weighed down so yeah, much, yeah. you can't move as fast. No. And that that's thematic. It seems yes. it's nice. Yes. Um, now did I, you upgrade your ship at all? I did. Okay, I so did. I didn't upgrade my ship, and towards the end of the game, that hurt me because I couldn't move. Yeah, I upgraded I had my all this cargo. cargo. Hold. Yeah, I had all this cargo, and I was just kind of stuck there because I couldn't move. And Ugh, I put that some was cannons on there. Yeah, and like. This not being like Western Legends is, I love Western Legends too, but this, yes. there seems to be be a bit more player interaction Correct. because the board is smaller. Yes. And you pretty much have to interact, whether you want to or not, yeah. with people or with people's devices. Yes. Like there are certain times you put a cannon on there and it will just an shoot island. you as it goes by. Yeah, yeah. You're you know? going to take a damage. So, and then also things too, like I like the whole, like you can make your ship a pirate ship too. That was kind of fun. So, you know, yeah, if put you... The, in pirate mode? Um, in pirate mode, which would, if there's a pirate mode ship on an island, then you can't, um, 
just take that person's stuff that's on that island. You have to fight them first. Right, because they're so, kind of in defense. Yeah, um, that was kind of fun too. I really, I did really like that too. Uh, I was going to say, I thought it was funny that the whole game, Jacob and I are like attacking each other. And then he had done so many upgrades to his ship I stopped attacking him because he was like, oh, the the way you do the attack thing too through the it um, is dice brilliant. tower thing that has wherever your cubes and the other person's cubes go. Yeah. They determine what, how the battles won, lost, what happens from the battle and all that stuff was amazing. But towards the end, I was like, I'm staying away from Jacob because he's just attacking me. And in the end, he killed me. Yeah. yeah. Which, which killing which, is not terrible. T- killing was not <clears throat> terrible at all. I just had to go back to my dock, you know. You lose five coins to him, I think. I did. I get, had to <laughs> give him five coins, and then off I went on my merry way. And that, and that's yeah. great. That's what I like yes. about it, because when you kill another player, they're not upset. No, And he no. was probably going for a goal where he had to kill so many other ships. He probably was. Yeah, <laughs> no, because there was at the top of the board game, t- at the... the the game mat too. Right. There are all those things where, you know, if you would kill someone else's ship, however many times you get to put your flag on that goal. See, and that's too. what's interesting. It, um, Dead Reckoning offers like, it's a variety of strategies from like you, either a merchant settler uh-huh. or a raiding pirate. Yeah. And each of them feel viable because they're interesting and they're different. Yes. The yes. goals you're chasing feel balanced too. Oh, absolutely. You know, they bring, they also bring the game close to in a reasonable time where the players are all progressing the same. Correct. You there know, wasn't that, like someone had got so far ahead, we just felt like we couldn't catch up. We're all there the same way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, one that you defeating another number of ships in battle was difficult. But you talk. You mentioned the fights. The fights yes. are really nice. Like, say, depending on how many cannon cards you have at that time yep. and on your deck, yep. that's how many cubes you drop down this tower. Yes. Right? Yes. Not dice, cubes. Yeah. And they're going to roll out, and wherever they land, in whichever segment, you yep. get what's there. So there could be a battle where no one takes any damage and you both just get gold uh-huh. or barrels yep. if they fall on those. But if you fall on crowns, you whoever has the most crowns wins. wins that battle. Correct. And fire, you put the other ship on fire. Correct. And if and you have five fire, then you have then to go back. your ship is gone. Your ship is gone. Yeah. You just restart. So it's really, yeah. it's very fun to do that. And then, of course, you can buy different cards. Yeah. It's, there's so much going on to this. One thing that's interesting, the docks you have, docks are safe. Yes. Well, they can be attacked. But docks, um, they're tempting but not necessary. Because the docks have a, a thing where if you attack someone on the dock, they automatically have four cannons. Right. So they already have an advantage. Right. So that kind of deterred you. It was kind of nice to know your dock was safe. You could have stuff on your dock and know it would be okay. One thing, and I would do this different the next time, is... I would not use my dock because I ended up having an island that was a bit further away. Uh-huh. And I had built so much stuff on there that the island was like overwhelming with barrels and yes. coins and money. And because this Kickstarter edition has metal coins. Yes. And everything is sitting on that island. It was just a focal point for everybody playing Everyone the game. Everyone wanted it. Mm-hmm. So I was in pirate mode on the island, had cannons all on my ship. Mm-hmm. And I was like, anybody that comes here, I'm going to fight them. And I mm-hmm. could probably fight them off. But... I had to run this money. I could only fit probably a quarter of the money yes. on my ship. Yeah. And I had to run it to my dock and run back. Yes. And I couldn't make it back in one turn. So the no. moment I left... Then it was free reign. So somebody was going to go in, although I had defenses. Mm-hmm. But they snuck in there and they and he took out that island, stole that money. Yep. 
And that's how I lost the game. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, too, one thing we didn't mention, too, that the islands, you're not allowed to take stuff from the island unless you have ownership of the island. So you have to have the most number of cubes at the, you know, there are so many aspects to this game. It just makes it just a great game. AEG did a fantastic job. I did, like you mentioned, we did play with a Kickstarter exclusive edition. That's the best edition. And I heard that AEG is doing a Kickstarter coming up in September or something like that, where you can get this game with all the deluxe. I would definitely say do that. Yes. You know, the base game just has like the basic stuff. I think you need the deluxe stuff because then the gold pieces sounds like you really do have a pirate chest full of treasure because they're clinking around and stuff. Exactly. That's what, I mean, this game and also the saga, the the saga, like a five campaign saga story. Yes, yes. Sounds incredible. I cannot wait. Once we get back from Gen Con, I really want to sit and focus on that campaign. This is quickly going to one of my top games things. Um, We talked about this game for a long time afterwards and then we were like, okay, we have to stop because we have a podcast. But um, this was fantastic. It's one of those very odd, it falls in an odd genre that it is easy to play but hard to teach. When you're describing it, it's like, oh, sounds like a lot going on, but there's not. No. You're pretty much moving, attacking, or doing whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's... It's very... And Jacob had printed out those um, play arrays from right. BGG play arrays for help us. a lot. Those did really help a lot, too. Yeah, without those, I don't know why Yeah, it would yeah. be difficult to play. Yeah. Um, the biggest complaint I see people talking about this game is play length. They say it's a bit too long. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's too long. I don't see I don't think it's all. too long. I think it's usually between, I think, two to three hours. They say yeah. 150 minutes, which is right there in the center. Um, they say an hour and a half. I can't see you finishing, well, a larger game in that. But two to three hours is a bit longer sure but it does not feel long no you're always doing something you're always moving there's always expiration there's more tiles being flipped over yeah yeah there's more i mean it feels too short to be honest yes you know i wish it would have been a couple rounds more correct you yes know? i agree too i was one or two rounds from having like world domination yeah it yeah was, but uh, it ended so i couldn't yeah that's yeah it's, so anyway, it's, I was going to say too, and also it's the type of game too that on other people's turn you still can't walk away because right. they might fight you, they might move your cube from somewhere. You, there is still stuff going on that's affecting you, uh, so you can't really leave during other people's turns. Oh, and that's yeah. I think that's what I like too because yep. with Tidal Blades you could leave and then come back, but this yeah. one you just had to watch and you start uh-huh. wondering why are they moving their ship right there? Are uh-huh. they just visiting that island? Yeah. Or that island's right next to me? Yeah, what's happening there? You know, if yes. I step over there and I fight them to uh-huh. get them off, that leaves my island unprotected because there's another ship two yep. steps over. Yeah. And it's just, it's, man, it's it's the There's mad. a lot you, going on here. I was a little nervous to play this game at first because I'm not a huge pirate fan. Right. Right, it's not my favorite theme. But I don't, feel like that's a bad thing in this game it works it, it does yeah work. it works it works amazingly i this is fantastic yeah fantastic we played tiny epic pirates a couple times yep. and and i like that um i love this one love this one <clears throat> so, this one is one we don't own but we will own so we will own this <laughs> so it is that good of a game. yeah it's fantastic so okay yeah. so that's dead reckoning yes and yeah, that's it. We don't have a list this week because we are just trying to survive. Correct. But hopefully we're going to be back uh, next Thursday. We're going to record a bit early so we can we will be at Dice Tower East, like we said. Yep. And we do have the Game with the Gulf Coast two-day retreat down here. Yes. So now you people that are from out of town that have looked at the retreat, it's like, one day, is it worth coming? It's like, ah. Oh. But now, folks, our Dice Tower, uh, sorry, our, our um, Game with the Gulf Coast yes. retreat is now two days. Woo-hoo! It is September 
3rd and 24th. Yeah, Friday, Saturday. Friday, Saturday. Yeah. It is all day, 8 a.m. to... Midnight, right? Mid- well, you know what? Friday night, we can go as late as... We can go yeah. all night if yeah. we want to. Then we got Saturday all day. Yeah. And it is, of course, free. Yep. So everything is... It is all free there. We're going to have a few food trucks, all that. It's going yeah. to be... It's, it's going to be awesome. Fantastic. So if yeah. you're ever in the area, if you're in Florida, if you want to visit Florida... Come down a couple days early. It's yep. Sanibel, Captiva, all that, and come for Gamers of the Gulf Coast Retreat. It's going to be awesome. There's a Facebook group you can join, Gamers of the Gulf Coast. It tells you all about the retreat there. But again, free just for gamers, meeting gamers, and playing games with gamers. And any way you can say gamers more often in that sentence. I don't know. You did good, though. So. How many Thank times you. did you say it in that sentence? <sighs> 40. I feel like it. Yeah, it felt like a lot. It, <laughs> it felt did. like a lot coming out. So, all right. So anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope you have a great day. We'll yep. see you guys soon. See, oh, and again, our email address yes. is show at mainlygames.com. Mm-hmm. Check us out at mainlygames.com. You can see our link tree. And if you get a chance, please leave us a review on Google Podcast or wherever you are. That's how more people find us. Yep. And thank you guys so much. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye.